Cold open, cold open, hot news, cold open. Rancher, you know we live in like a small town, right? Very small. Okay, so like when we burn a location, we can never go back. Right, you can't get in fights with the dry cleaner like I used to do in New York. Well, okay, well first off, that was their fault because they ruined our fucking clothes. Listener, what would you do in this situation? Imagine you go, you pay money to a nice family to do your laundry for you because you're in the class of people that doesn't need to do their own laundry and you come home and you open up your laundry and everything is splattered with like red house paint like oil paint all over your clothes and then when you ask them about it they act like it's your fucking fault it was like someone put a puff paint marker from the 80s into the dryer and everything we own just got covered in like glitter splatter paint. And they were like, well, that's clearly yours. That's clearly yours. And we were like, we don't own anything that could create this glitter puff paint pattern. And they're like, what about makeup? And we were like, makeup can't do this. Yeah, makeup can't permanently ruin clothes. But yeah, no, it's not like New York where you just get in a fight with the dry cleaner and then you go to the dry cleaner down the street from now on. No, you burn, you burn a business, you lose ass access to like cheese permanently that's that's the thing when we burnt that one dry cleaners there were two other dry cleaners on that block (laughs) remember we were like instead of going left eight feet we'll go right eight feet i do remember that okay so this is why i'm bringing this up true or false when you live in a small town there's only so many grocery stores or convenience stores or any kind of stores you can go to. And if you burn those stores with bad behavior, we can't ever go back. That's true. You're done forever. When we were in the supermarket just yesterday, why did you keep waving around hothouse cucumbers <laughs> Like they were two big dicks. Oh my God, because they look so much like two big meaty dicks. Asterios. Did you see how big and meat dick-like they were? They looked, okay, they looked intimidatingly large. I will say that. I always do the soy jack face. If I see one that looks like a giant dick. I think that's the female version of the soy jack is that one meme where that girl's holding up the giant dildo that's like the thickness of a soda can going, Okay, I don't. Okay, she's making a, She's making the soy jack face. It's not any you different than any other face. You know what the soy jack face She's doing like, the thing yeah. where, her, okay, look, we go to the grocery store, we get hothouse cucumbers, and they're not sold by the pound, they're sold by the item. So we get some hothouse cucumbers. Then Rancher goes, oh my God, what's this? And she pulls like the Excalibur of hothouse <laughs> cucumbers out from the back. Now, my first thought is, oh, the value. This is incredible. Thank you, Rancho. This is like buying two or three cucumbers for the price of one. Rancho's first thought is to aim it at her face. <laughs> like in that poster that Nathan from Nathan for You Wanted intentionally graffitoed. Yeah, like, oh, I'm so mad at these cucumbers right next to my face. Okay. And I look at it, I'm like, okay, haha, yes, yes. They, they, they look like very big. Okay, yes, we're all intimidated. We all feel small looking at these cucumbers. <laughs> I assumed you'd got it out of your system in the produce aisle. Then we're in line. At the fucking checkout thing, this is the perfect time for her to do a reprise of her earlier material. I mean, you are you are way underplaying how much they look like dicks, though. Why are you underplaying how much they look like dicks? They were so big. They were like this round. Look, <laughs> That's I, huge. Okay, yes, I, they were coke can thick. Look, I'm not arguing that it wasn't funny. I'm not arguing they don't look like dicks. Do you want to be the girl that's doing like the hot house cucumber bukkake bit at the grocery store? That's the one grocery store we could go to. We live I- in a small town. No, right. So we have to have you doing some kind of bukkake thing. That way that'll cover me up and take the heat off of me. You know what I'm saying? You want us to be the Bukaki twins? Yeah, we could be the Bukaki twins. Then if there's somebody else doing it, it's not as weird. I would argue that it's twice as weird because <laughs> now there's two people doing the Bukaki thing. No. I will say though, on the plus side, on Valentine's Day, being in a small town worked out because we did something so adorable that it ended up on Instagram. Yeah, that was cute. You had to lift me over a puddle. 
And somebody took a picture of it because we, because because we live in Zuckerberg's world, and no one can just experience a cute moment without fucking documenting it and putting it on their dumbass story account with four hundred followers who are mostly people from college who feel too guilty to unfollow them. They're also following. Those are also listeners. The number one follower of your cat account that you forgot that you haven't posted on in three years. Those are the only people still following it. It's people that feel too bad to unfollow it. Okay, look. Unlike most situations, this was not a, huh, the phone. The phone. Well, everyone look at the phone instead of real life around them. So, look, I'm not good I'm not good at driving. We've established that on this show. Oh, yeah. And I tried to park close to the curb, and then I ended up parking a foot and a half away from the curb. And there was a humongous puddle full of jagged ice. And Rancho's wearing cute little high-heeled shoes. I'm like, all right. I'm going to grab her in my arms. I'm going to fireman's carry her over this puddle. And then uh, a young lady that owns a, a, a little uh, a, a coffee shop sees us and goes, this is the most Valentine's Day thing I've ever seen. But watch out because you still have that broken leg. We live in a small town. She knew that I was the broken leg guy who a month ago made them open up that store again because we wanted cookies. Oh, my God. She said something about your broken leg. She was like, careful, careful. You've still got that broken leg. And remember, I went, it'll be worth it. And I grabbed you fireman style. How many times are you eating at that damn bakery? Holy shit, that she knows you by name. (laughs) I'd like to point out again. And broken leg guy. We live in a small town. Yeah, but that's... Pretty far outside of the small town. There are not that. Okay, no, it was. Don't act like you were at the grocery store. Okay, there are not that many places to go to in our small town. Another example. The other day, I went to the ice cream store with my little nephew and my sister. And the ice cream, the goth, you know the goth girl that works at the ice cream store? Yes. Who's always crying like blood red tears, but they're drawn onto her face. And that is not an exaggeration, listener. This girl goes full on goth and I am here for it. She is like 14 years old. She's a gothic nightmare. She goes, oh my God, you're walking again. Yeah, you, you took the boot off. You're walking your leg. And my mom is like, how often do you come here? Yeah, see, multiple people are telling, asking the same question. Maybe it's a question you should be asking yourself. You mean, should I be going to the ice cream store and uh, the cookie store all the time? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the question in question. Or, you know what? Maybe it has less to do with the fact that I'm constantly at places that dispense delicious homemade snacks. And more to do with the fact that I was really playing up the broken leg. Yeah, no, if I were you, I would have played up the broken leg more, honestly. Like, your your car pass, your handicapped car pass runs out in May. I would have just, like, been, oh, oh, on my way into the uh, civil, whatever the government office to get my thing is. And I'd be like, ma'am, can I please have this extended? Oh, my leg. <laughs> I would be screaming. I would be crying. I would be like, I have a disability and also I'm pregnant. Please help me. When there are not people around, it is so nice because I just park in the handicapped spot and then I just kind of skip hop away. When there are people around and I park in the handicapped spot, which is my right, by the way. I broke my leg. I get the best parking spot. Yeah. I don't know why we're rewarding my bad behavior, but we're rewarding my bad behavior. Nonstop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> as, I, as I exit the car. Oh. As I go over to the recycling oh, center. Oh, it hurts so bad. I need the Chick-fil-A guy to bring my food out to my car. <laughs> Yeah, I would have gotten the pass extended, honestly. I'm amazed you. Man, they really said limited, too. Like, all of your bones are broken, and they only gave you, like, six months on that parking pass. I feel like you should get at least a year. Because they told you it was going to take you a year to get back to 100%. So, I feel like you should get a year of free parking. Of course I should get a fucking year of free parking. And also... Every time I roll over a parking space, it should add like $10 to my bank account. Yeah, I think that's good. And I think every time you park in that space, somebody from the store should have to say, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, exactly. Give me a small cookie. I just want a fucking biscotti. All right, Rancho. No more big dick shenanigans. Can we agree to that live on the show? No more waving things around like they have big, like they're big fat cocks. Is that what you're saying? What do you think? 
think I mean by big dick shenanigans? I don't know. Well, you have to give up something that you love then. <laughs> you love big dick shenanigans so much that you're willing to become the small town big dick girl. Yeah, I need to negotiate with this. Right, what can I give up? What can I do? Uh, playing Hearthstone while driving. All right. Well, welcome to the Loudest Podcast. <laughs> loudest Podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Asteris Cotas. With us always, Rancha. Hello. Okay, so let's go. Okay, look, that was going to be segment one. <laughs> Let's just get it to segment one right now. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're going to crash the fucking car. Are you listening to me? Listeners, have you ever seen somebody try to play a game of Hearthstone while they drive? Hey, listener, remember those jokes about how like teenagers are texting and driving? What if I told you Asterios tries to play video games and fucking drive? What are you, stupid? You're going to wrap your body around a fucking telephone. I can see the fucking... Here, go. Tell, tell, us, tell, us, your, tell us your tale. I mean, there's look, there's not something that I'd like to use this show to do more of is to examine my own terrible, terrible behaviors. For example, a lot of people have told me that uh, the way I order at restaurants is flawed to the point of psychosis. It's fucked up. You, The way that you go to the gym is fucked up. The way was, that you order at restaurants is fucked up. I, I, just, I just wanted to bring up the gym thing again because I thought it was perfectly okay to play Hearthstone for eight minutes between sets. <laughs> Until someone called up and they were just like, you can't do it. And then a lot of other people told me I couldn't do it. And so I kind of see this show as like a mechanism for change within myself. And another thing, another piece of behavior that I need to seriously reexamine is playing Hearthstone while driving. Yeah, you, you, I, I don't know what to fucking say. It all started with that little thing, the little mount thing that you put on the dashboard and you stick it in when you, uh, you can't fucking play a video game and drive. What are you fucking stupid? Like one time you were like, I know this is pretty crazy, but do you want to put on the new episode of Jocelyn's Cabaret while we're driving? I was like, no, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, here's a list of acceptable things that you could do while you're driving. Okay. <laughs> Number one. Audio entertainment. That's it. End of list. Anything that requires like physical input or uh, visual stimuli is out. Okay. Your visual stimuli is the fucking road and your physical sensation of touch is the wheel. Now, look, that's obviously that's very hard to argue with. In my defense, I had just graduated from the Platinum League to the Diamond League. And I was trying to keep my diamond ranking because if you lose enough games and you get booted back down to Platinum League and the Platinum League end of month rewards chest doesn't have nearly the amount of epic or legendary loot as the Diamond League rewards chest. So you could see how this was important. Maybe they'll engrave that onto your tombstone when they uh, excavate your body from a telephone pole. After you smash into a fuck, like you wrap yourself around the uh, the fucking building. They'll put what am I? They should. Going? They should have a. They should. They need a feature on that game, like Pokemon Go, where you remember when you try to play Pokemon Go in the car, it would be like, "Whoa, slow down there!" And you have to be like, "I'm not driving." They should have to ask you, "Are you driving?" <laughs> I mean, I would just lie to her. I would just tell her, "Of course not." But you know what? I mean, honestly, it would kind of be cool if my tombstone did have that I was Diamond 5. You know, like, I do think that that's a pretty big accomplishment, especially for someone like me who's not very good at these trading card games. You know, I, I'd figured out a deck. I'd figured out a hunter secret combo deck. And, and I, I was climbing the rankings. Like, did I reach the Legends League? No. I reached Diamond, which is one beneath Legends. But maybe if someone hadn't given me as much crap about playing Hearthstone while driving, <laughs> I would have reached the Legends rank. So well, that'll be on your head. Maybe the rank will be, what, what happens to the rank, the rank, I hit a fence. Okay, I did hit a fence. You can't hit things with your fucking car. Also, that's you're way too nonchalant about hitting things with your fucking car. Do you remember that one time you backed into like a dumpster and you were like, no, this is fine. And you just kept like hitting it over and over again. There was a lady outside like looking at you and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, no, it's okay. It's fine. It's just a dumpster. I'm like, you can't fucking hit other people's property with your fucking car. Just stop hitting, drive away. And you're like, oh no, it's damaging their dumpster. I was like, it doesn't matter what 
you're damaging. It's not your dumpster. And also, it's damaging the car. So stop fucking hitting it. It's already garbage. It's a dumpster. I don't fucking care. Our car isn't a dumpster. So stop ramming it into it and mixing the paints together. Okay, well, first off, you were just saying that the problem was I was hurting someone else's dumpster. So let's focus up on that. It's a dumpster. It stinks. Philadelphia filled all those dumpsters with water one summer and then turned them all to little hot tubs. And they told us not to do that. Yeah, and I believe, and I quote from the press release, knock it off. This is your last warning, says chief of police. How are you going to tell if a dumpster's ruined? It already smells like dumpster and looks like dumpster, and you have to kick a bunch of Philly fanatics out of it. Speaking of Philadelphia, I was in the city of Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I was there with somebody, and we heard this popping noise from a couple of blocks away. We just pop, 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 and she turns to me, and she's like, is that gunshots? And I was like, no, stupid. It's Chinese New Year. They're setting off fireworks. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I get home, I get on TikTok, and I see like videos of people running and screaming from gunshots like six blocks away from where we were. Okay, that's the second. <laughs> you know what? I can't believe you're talking to me about how I'm unsafe. That's the second time you've gone to Philadelphia, come back on this podcast, and talked about how you survived a mass shooting. I didn't survive. I wasn't even close to it. Come on. You mean that's the second time? Yes. You were the first time you lost your wallet. And we didn't see anything. <laughs> okay. You lost your wallet, true or false? It's true, but that was more a principle of you see somebody running, you get up and run. Yes. Not, I heard, I saw danger, so I ran. It was more of like, I I see people running, so I'm running. Okay, you also heard pops. I just, well, remember, we did a whole episode about this. It was at the New Year's Eve, or not the New Year's Eve, the 4th of July. It was the 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. I just want to point out that you felt so endangered for your life that you abandoned your wallet on the picnic blanket. I mean, honestly, I'm really amazed I made it. I made it away with my phone and my vape because that's what happened to be in my hands at the time. God, you can make me spit out original Skittles, zero sugar seed for performance energy. And I'm pissed because it wasn't even fucking dangerous. The guy was shooting at cops. It wasn't even like a mass shooting situation. It was a guy that had beef with cops. You see? It's okay to minimize danger, which means it's okay that I'm leveling up in Hearthstone while driving. I feel like we have to reframe it. I'm achieving in Hearthstone while driving. I'm grinding for XP while playing Hearthstone while driving. I'm completing the season pass while playing Hearthstone while driving. Now who's dangerous? Two residents passed away today after colliding with the telephone pole. Sources say that the driver was in the middle of a game of Hearthstone, a mobile card game not recommended for use while driving when the accident took place. Statement from the Hearthstone Corporation says, Of course, our primary thoughts are with the family during this difficult time, and our thoughts and prayers go out to them. However, we would like to reiterate that Hearthstone is never to be played while driving or operating heavy machinery. So you're telling me I can become a legendary meme through my actions. All you got to do is Anhero. He became Anhero using the car. Remember that cop who held up the drawing of the suspect that looked like the cop? No. Remember that still of a 911 call where a guy goes, what are you going to do, stab me? And then it's guy a moment before stabbed? Yes, I do remember that. Here's what they're going to fucking do. If I end up playing Hearthstone while driving enough, they're <laughs> going to make a Hearthstone card called Boomerus Maximus. And he's going to be operating a little goblin cart and going like, yeah. And he's going to be holding like a magical stone tablet with runes on it. What if as a protest, you drove your car into the Hearthstone building? What am I protesting? You're protesting you want a more driving friendly version of the game. <laughs> Like, you know, they have kids' versions that need Hearthstone the driving version. Because <laughs> I can't be bored for even one minute on the road. God, it's so boring to drive down the highway. <laughs> it's all the same! It's so boring. There's nothing to look at. There's no challenges. There's no 
crash. There's no speed up patches. I can't run over any coins. Subway surfer, but it's your car going over like a ramp in the middle of the road. You know, if half of my windshield was subway surfer and then in the upper right hand corner was the I have a dream speech, maybe I would pay more attention. Why is it that when I'm on the road, half of my screen isn't family guy with Chinese subtitles? No. Now look. I did I did hit a fence. And I did hurt the fence. I managed to kick most of the fence back into place. And I took the pieces of the fence that had fallen off the fence and I threw them away at the 7-Eleven garbage can so that the homeowner couldn't find them. No one will find them. I, so far I've gotten away. And here's the thing. Everyone's got a ring camera these days. We're living in surveillance nation. So the fact that I'm not on Neighborhood Wars as the Hearthstone fence-smashing guy, that's a good thing. I'm doing pretty well. Oh, my God. I would love to be on Neighborhood Wars. Really? Yeah, I'm going to hit some. I'm going to walk around with a bat, stealing stealing Amazon packages, trying to intentionally instigate a fight so I could get on Neighborhood Wars. And then I'll subsequently make an appearance on Court Cam and I'll sell the footage like as a package. To a and Here's what I like about court cam. <laughs> so there's a guy and he's left alone by a cop in the detention room. And then he realizes the window is open, <laughs> opens the window and runs away. And, you know, you're watching court cam and you're like, go, go, go. Like you want to see these people escape. I like that they wait until like the end of the clip to be like, he was a double murderer who killed his own kids. Yeah, and like, I still want to be able to root for them for like, they keep that alive a little bit. It's such a, yeah, no, at the end they're like, and he was sentenced to the rest of his life in prison. I love it when they attack the judge. Uh, like, did you see that guy just like eat shit over a balcony? He essentially took a shortcut down like five flights of stairs. Yeah, like, what did he jump off of? He just, it was one of those like ghost style stairwells where there's like a center column so like he dives down the column and then you see the cops running down the stairs and this guy's already way and he's taking the shortcuts i love it personally and this isn't specific to court camp but i love it when people in handcuffs are running and they fall somewhere like and they <laughs> For example, like if he were falling through the sky, he would because his hands are still behind his back. They need to like mitigate that. So they like hit things. And it's like centipedes. <laughs> trying to stand. So you like kind of see them like when a turtle lands on its back, like slowly try to right the ship. Yeah, but they're so panicked, too, because they're being chased in pursuit. So they're like, whoa. I mean, I imagine that there might be people violently thrashing around after I hit them with my car while playing Hearthstone. So, you know, maybe this is something I should be worried about. Yeah, you're lucky you don't hit you. Like, you don't accidentally roll through a stop sign because you're uh, in the middle of a game and then bump into you and then you turn to you and do the gun fingers and you're like, I'm a human being. And then you're in your Hearthstone rage. You're like, extra points. Then you hit you and it's like it's like an Inception type of thing where when you kill you from the future, you immediately also die and that causes the car. You like fall over the wheel, which causes it to swerve into a telephone pole killing me instantly. Okay, well, first off, I think that's more of a looper thing than an Inception thing. I've never seen either of those movies. Okay, I haven't seen Inception either, but <laughs> Inception is about dreams, not time paradoxes. But okay, so it sounds like you are calling me out. Because as listeners know, you know, I've had a history of when I see someone on their phone while driving, jumping in front of them. You know, kind of like doing like a superhero landing, like jumping in front of them, holding my hand up like I'm uh, a vigilante crossing guard and going, hey, I'm a human being. You could have killed me. Yeah, uh, I'm saying uh, you're really lucky that you don't run into one person like you on the road while you're drive while you're on your phone, because you in the crosswalk would probably call the police at best or pull out a gun at worst. I imagine you in an alternate timeline while doing that is just doing that because you have a gun and you like want to use it. You're like one of those people that sits around on pole like fantasizing about. Well, if somebody ever breaks into my house and I'm forced to defend myself, here's exactly how I'm going to defend myself. Okay, this is the possibly the most circuitous way I've ever been called a hypocrite in my life. 
you know, most people would probably just say, like, Asterios, you're a huge hypocrite for uh, lecturing people about dangerously driving and then trying to rank up from diamond to legend. But you know what? If I did run into myself while I was driving and I yelled at myself, I probably would immediately get out of my car and start fighting myself, which also goes against me saying the quote, we don't need violence in our neighborhood. <laughs> and then you would scream that at you for punching you in the face, for like pulling you out of the car, Grand Theft Auto style and <laughs> punching you in the face. Okay, but I like to, I'd like to think that the me that was outside the car yelling at the me driving would win the fight and then I would go and steal my own car, realize there was a phone there, an active Hearthstone game, start playing Hearthstone, and then the loop would just keep happening. Which is, once again, why this is a lot like the movie Looper. <laughs> he would start playing Hearthstone, which would cause you to crash the car. Into myself? <laughs> I was, uh, speaking of which, you remember how you said 30 seconds ago, you are like, oh, that was the most circuitous metaphor you've ever used or something like that. Yes. Man, I feel like my, you know, they talk about, I read a lot of Reddit and the r slash Gen Z forum because I don't know, I like to keep up with what the kids are into. And a lot of them are posting about weed-induced psychosis. Have you ever seen shit after smoking weed? Tell me about that experience. Let's talk about that a little bit. Okay, look, this has happened to me. Um, Uh-oh. I think we talked about it. I'm not sure we talked about it. Oh, no, no. We talked about it in the next episode of Lime and the Coconuts. It's going to come out soon. Yeah, there was this girl, and uh, she uh, stabbed her boyfriend like 100 times, and he died. Like, that's 99 too many stabs to survive. Okay. And she was like, Your Honor, I didn't know what I was doing. I was experiencing weed into psychosis. And the judge was like, I'll allow it. Case dismissed. And a lot of, like, men's rights people are, like, mad. They're like, this roasty got away with killing a Chad. But, no, that does happen. Today's weed is way too strong. They've managed to compress an entire dab rig into something called a dab pen. So instead of pulling out a blowtorch in a ball of wax, you could just be doing dabs while driving. And those people are the real criminals. Hearthstone while driving is nothing compared to dabbing while driving. Yeah, my brother showed me his dab rig recently. It was like, it looked like one of those birds that dips into the water. It was like you had to take a long stick and then dip it into the oil and then the machine would automatically pull the stick up which would then ignite it with a flame on the bottom of the rig which you could then smoke out of i was like hey buddy maybe if you need a whole chemistry set to get high it's time to consider other hobbies but no i've never gotten so high that i wanted to kill somebody (laughs) i've never gotten so high that i even saw shit why were you guys even getting this high okay (laughs) well first off i've never done a dab You did do that dab with your brother, right? Yeah, uh uh-huh. Can you tell our listeners, like, what was the experience of doing a dab like, and how did your brother survive? Okay, so here's my experience of doing it. It was very strong. It was very, very... Is that how this bitch went crazy? She was doing dabs or something? I don't know specifically. I just know that, like, as I approached quitting weed, I did notice that, like, the weed was getting stronger to the point where, like... Sometimes I would be like, I have no idea how I got home. And like, I get that happening if you've had like 12 beers and an entire bottle of Jack. In the 2000s, I don't remember ever getting so high that I was like, I might end up like falling in a trash compactor and they'll never find my body. But like, it was getting that strong towards the end of my run. How did that fuck did that even happen? You black out? You, like, the, like you, 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 your brain stops making memories? You black out because of weed? I, I specifically remember this one time when I was like in an Uber and I was like trying to like explain to the Uber driver how to get to my house. Because uh, I must have put in like Pennsylvania or Missouri or something. <laughs> and I just I just remember like talking to this Uber driver. And I remember thinking to myself like, I will never get home. He's going to have to drop me off on a corner or something. I think I texted you and then you texted me our address. And then I showed it to the Uber driver. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like, I just remember being like this. I have to make some changes. Like, I'm way too far gone. But I, but that, well, because you remember how I would hit a vape pen, right, Rancho? Yeah, you do this very bizarre thing where you feel the need to, like, empty your lungs first. Like, <laughs> 
like empty them out so you could get as much possible vape in there, as much possible microplastic introduced in one hit. Efficient, really. It's very efficient of you. But no, I've never in my life hit a vape. It's interesting because the one time I think I've ever psychosis maybe from weed and it wasn't like seeing things. It was that one time in Florida. Do you remember that? I think oh. I might have talked about this on the oh, show. Oh, yes! When we went over to that listener's house! Yeah, we went over to that listener's house. Fucking God bless you, listener. You're weed. Too fucking dank. Because I took one hit off this bowl and then I was basically just like one with the fucking couch. For the rest, I was just like a Larry. I just melted. I'm sure I was absolutely no fun to be around all night. But I just melted into the couch until eventually it's time to leave. And I'm sitting in the car. And for some reason, my brain is just like screaming at me like, Sarantra, this Uber driver is going to kidnap you and you're going to get human traffic. Like, never mind that it's two on one. in this car and uh, my evidence for that was that he had the seat reclined the driver had the seat reclined really far back so I'm like freaking out and I'm having like a full on fucking panic attack too this isn't like a, a fucking game like I'm, I'm, this isn't like me playing it up either I'm like having a panic attack and I'm like deep breathing and I'm trying not to inconvenience you but eventually you tell something is up because I'm acting like a massive fucking weirdo and you text me you're like are you fucking okay I'm like Asterios, I know this is completely insane and stupid right now, but this is what's going on. And you were like, okay, it's fine. We're almost home. I was like, we just no, got to make- No, that's not what happened. No, it didn't. What happened? I told the guy, hey, pull over at this McDonald's. We're starving. I, I, we, we're changing the plan. We're going to get something to eat. And then you and I went to McDonald's and had some food and like hid for a while because I was also high and you successfully convinced me that this guy was going to kill us. I remember that. Yeah, that is right. Wow. That was, yeah, that was pretty fucked up. But that was just like, maybe we smoked spice or something. I don't know. Listen, you got to tell us what the fuck was in that weed. See, me personally, I think the vapes are going to be what kill the kids. Because the vapes are nefarious. At this point, I wish I just smoked cigarettes over vapes because cigarettes, think about it. Cigarette, you have to go outside to smoke a cigarette, which means vitamin D and fresh air every time. And you can't just sit in front of your television chain smoking, which you can for vapes. You can hit it like 40 times. You can't smoke three cigarettes at once, but I have smoked two vape pens at one time. Okay, well, first off, it's possible to smoke an entire pack of cigarettes at the same time. You just put them all in your mouth, like kind of like a snowman smile, and then you take one of those kitchen lighters and light them all at once, and you turn yourself into Johnny Smokes a lot. It's pretty funny until you throw up. But the second thing I'm going to say is this. Generally, your opinion is, like, how can someone get so high that they don't know how to get home? Or how can someone get so high that they ventilate their boyfriend? You don't smoke right. I don't smoke right. You don't smoke weed the right way. And it bothers me because I see you not getting nearly as high as you could. Tell me, tell me more. Sure. Okay. So what I, you know, used to do is I would completely exhale until there was not an iota of, of oxygen or carbon dioxide in my lungs. I go like, (sighs) let's try this live. Let's try this live. Yeah. Okay. Tell me your smoking technique. I have my vaporizer pen right here. All right. What you want to do is you want to like exhale as hard as you can until you're about to die. Okay. Do it right now. Now what you're doing is you're creating a vacuum in your lungs. So keep going, keep going, keep going. Now wrap your lips around the vape pen from a tight seal. Pull in for dear life. Pull in as hard as you can. Close, don't see? You see? Rachel couldn't even make a big pull, big enough pull. You're what was that baby laugh. bitch pull? You're making me laugh, you stupid bitch. I'm, I'm trying to turn your lungs <laughs> into a gravity bomb, which is what you have to do to get high. You're now, get do it cancer. again. <laughs> Give me cancer. Okay, hang do on. Do it hang again. On. Hang on. All right, all right. Entertain us. Make up a story while I'm exhaling. No. I'm going to watch you Why? do this. I need, yes. to, I need to observe. It's not very yes and of you, Lil Wayne. Okay. Exhale everything. Imagine yourself like an accordion squeezing all the oxygen out of your lungs. Out, 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 out until you're about to die. Now put that life-giving vape in your mouth. Now close your nose. Close your nose. Breathe. Breathe for your life as hard as you can. Breathe until you think you're going to die. No, what did you stop? 
You have to you have to breathe you can't breathe no more. We need to fill up your entire lung sacs, both of them. Because when you make me laugh, it goes up through my nose and it burns me. It's gotta burn the burning is good. See, here's the thing. You never feel the burn. When people say to feel the burn, they mean the burn of your lungs and the burn at the back of your throat. Now, oh, one more I time. Got, I don't think I can, bro. I don't think I can, bro. And this is why you'll never be high enough to stab me to death. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want it <clears throat> enough. I guess I don't. I guess I don't. I just, I don't want to. So you kids are actually seeing stuff when you smoke. Now, when you say weed-induced psychosis, are we talking about... Something that experienced, like that happened to me in the car. Because when I hear psychosis, I think way more intense than just being a little bit freaked out in an Uber. But it's like, look, if you had been a little bit higher, you might have tried to grab the wheel and been like, I'm going to save our lives. I don't think I would have. <laughs> That's because you don't know how to get high. I guess this so. is what I keep telling you. What happened the other day when you went over to your friend's apartment and you tried to build that gravity bong? We tried to build a gravity bong, listener. I followed the steps almost to a T on Vice. She watched and Vice News. I watched Vice News. I watched uh, a gentleman make a gravity bong that <laughs> disappoint his parents on the internet. <laughs> and I tried to make it. But every time I like, I couldn't get the smoke to accumulate inside of the chamber i tried it twice and then my friends got mad at me for waste waste wasting all the product because the weed kept falling into the water filled bottle correct once again you don't know how i've never in my life seen you take a big boy hit every single hit you take like you're you're always like ew icky weed ooh gross i want this ad. and then here's a here's the thing that i absolutely hate you'll throw vapes away half full it's true. I stop smoking them when they taste like technology. That's the best part. You want to <laughs> taste the microchips. You know, it's kind of like when you put sugar in your coffee. The sugar's at the bottom of the coffee. That's where the gold is. You got to like drink the shitty, gross, sticky on top coffee to get to the liquid gold. You didn't answer my question. So psychosis, is that the level? Did I experience psychosis or is that much more intense? Like, is what these kids are experiencing. Because I would believe if you grew up on these vapes and your brain just like formed around that and you kept like seeking higher and higher vapes from age 17 upward, I believe that you could get high enough to stab somebody. Well, yeah, because we, because again, weed keeps getting stronger and stronger and worse and worse. Dab engineers found a way to do a dab on the go. That's how much they want to be doing dabs. They wanted to be doing dabs while in Dodger Stadium watching Dodgers games, okay? I keep forgetting that these dab pens exist, and now this is the third time you've talked about it. Something's telling me you have been preoccupied with these dab pens for a while. Am uh, I right? I mean, I have, because, uh, you know, there's a dispensary that's like about an hour and a half from where we live. Again, we're out in the country. They don't really have dispensaries. Country out here i bought rancho a couple of weed carts for christmas but while i was there like the dispensary was filled with all this pro dab propaganda hmm. which was amazing to me like all these because you know like i'm a i'm an advertising writer so like i'll write these things called shelf talkers it's like end caps shelf talkers standees banners all being like dabs they're safer than you think <laughs> Dabs, the cleanest way to get high. Have you ever considered d -d -d dabbing? They're trying to get people onto the next thing, you know? It's like we're more, it's like we can't make money off of gr grass anymore. We can only make money off of wax. I don't know. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted to say is I would believe it would be much, much easier to go get high enough to stab somebody using dabs because my experience on dabs was like, wow, that was too strong. Maybe yep. it was just because it was the first time doing it, but the way I'll describe it is like this, listener, you ever you ever hit some weed and then feel, here's how I tell that a hit of weed is good, is if it feels like somebody took my brain and just poked it in a little bit, right? <laughs> right above about where my eyebrow is in my brain. Somebody just went like, boop, and just st stuck it in a little bit. That's when you, that's when you hit it. That means, that means in about 20 minutes, you're going to be talking absolute nonsense at whoever is sitting next to you about the episode of Family Feud or fucking, uh, ancient aliens or something this hit a 
dab. I inhale it and I exhale and I'm coughing and it feels like not a little boop, but like a rake. Just yeah. a rake being slashed across my brain. And then I was immediately like too high to drive. That was the first thing I was thinking. I didn't even need to drive. I was sitting like at my house where I was staying. I could have just laid down on the couch and took a nap. But my brain is immediately like instantly in survival mode. It was like the modern the modern version of let's not go hunting right now. It was like let's not drive a car in the next like six to eight hours. God damn. So I laid down with my, I was on the couch and me and my brother watched a bunch of episodes of 90 Day Fiance. My mom comes home. We are both zooted out of our fucking gourd. She doesn't tell anything. I don't know. Your mom is a lot like Sheldon's mom in Young Sheldon. And it's fucking adorable, your mom. I don't know if she's actively like ignoring it or if she's like (laughs) choosing. I think it's kind of like a willful. I think it's like. Not willful ignorance, but she's like, she truly believes it because she doesn't want to, because it's stemming from willful ignorance. I totally understand. Do you? Of course I do, because that was the same way I kept convincing myself that Santa Claus was real as a child. Even though, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, you know, there's houses that don't have chimneys. <laughs> like, and That was your problem with there's it? There's non-Christian nations. And then, because the thing is also, like, whenever I would go over to my grandma's house for Christmas, like, Santa would find me there. And so I remember, like, trying to be like, no, no, no. There is a Santa Claus. You just have to have faith. As a kid, because I didn't want to grow up too fast. Yeah, no, I remember doing the same thing. Like, I remember thinking, like, okay, this doesn't make a ton of sense, but I, I, I'm going to keep talking about I'm going to convince myself and say things like he's like I, I feel like there's a very easy answer to all those questions like what about the Muslim kids Santa does not come to them well Go that's like a, a kind of an asshole thing you can't give him a fucking gift did you not see a year without a Santa Claus uh, if you don't believe in Santa then you don't get gifts from Santa you need to pay the money or his ship can't fucking go there you need to pay the magic toll or his fucking ship can't land there oh, I don't know what you want him to do you didn't give him a permit he can't park the car Look, I'm just saying, as long as Santa's handing out two billion gifts, what's another billion gifts? It's like you've you've got this unlimited gift factory. You've got a magic sack. You're going like 18 times the speed of light. Like, just sprinkle some of these goodies over to Turkmenistan. I think what tipped me off about Santa Claus was the just extreme discrepancy in price between (laughs) the things Santa brought me and my classmates. Because I remember clear as a fucking bell. Clear as a bell. One day in kindergarten, we had like post, you know, you'd come back from Christmas. And the day after Christmas, they were like, please send your kid back with one of the gifts that they got from Santa. And we're all going to compare them. And I don't know what the fuck they were thinking at this elementary school. But like some kids are coming in with fucking Nintendos and others of them literally have like small bags of candy. And we're like, yeah, Santa gave me uh, 10 of these dollar store bags of candy because I'm not allowed to eat candy ever. And, and even as a kindergartner, I was like, that's a little bit fucked up, Santa. Yeah, well, they shouldn't have been so fucking naughty. And yeah. I think we both know that. <laughs> like, were these kids bad or are their parents just poor? I don't know. Maybe maybe Santa has dues. Maybe Santa's, <laughs> maybe Santa's like an HOA. <laughs> like, you got to pay in and it depends whether you get pool access. The willful ignorance that I had in believing in Santa is the willful ignorance your mom has in believing that you've never touched a drop of alcohol or a single or a hint of marijuana. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? Actually, speaking of Santa, we got a gift from a listener. Which is weird, because we stopped handing out our P.O. Box address. Oh my God, somebody cares. Yes, exactly. Listener Michael sent us this. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay. And by us, I mean mostly me, but you could keep half of it. I am excited. Okay. Weed-induced psychosis. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. The kids are getting so high, they're killing people. (laughs) Back in my day, remember when weed was safe? Remember when weed was the safe alternative to alcohol? I remember. (laughs) Remember when when people treated it like it was meth and it was comparatively like the most safe it's ever been? (laughs) Are you too high to open this box? No, I can open it. Box. Okay, because it's taking you ten minutes. Well, I've had to edit out a lot of you opening this box. It's about to take me ten more. <laughs> oh my god, did I not open the box? Yes, okay. I, it, did it, oh wait, nope, got it. There we go. 
Let's see what's in the box. All right. What's in the box? Oh, my God. There's another McNugget, buddy. Perhaps it is one of the ones that we're missing from our collection. They stopped uh, selling this. They should have done this. Why did they not do this with, like, the, Cur- the not the Kerwin Frost box, the Travis Scott box? I don't think Travis Scott cares about McNugget Buddies nearly as much as Kerwin Frost does. I don't think anybody does, but I feel like if they would have made like a McNugget that looked like Travis Scott, oh, that yes. would have had the meme ability of that. Like it was already a meme times 10. It could have been a meme times 100. Oh my God. Could you imagine kids going ape shit for little BTS nuggets? Oh my God. Collecting all five and then yeah. switching up their exact same hairstyles and exact same outfits. It's a box of anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, wait. It looks like it might. Oh my God, it's a rare thing. Look, check it out. It's a golden nugget, buddy. It seems to be a limited edition thing. That is the one in 60 extremely rare golden McNugget, buddy. There is only one per pallet that is delivered to McDonald's. They don't even advertise the golden McNugget. That's how rare they are. And so what listener Michael did, who he works at McDonald's, he just went back there and kept opening up boxes and throwing them away until he found the golden one, rewrapped it and sent it to us. Oh my God, thank you. Oh, that's so nice. And that's so nice. You know, that's so nice of McDonald's to not advertise that there's other nuggets beyond the ones that you see and will probably have access to. So my autism is really satisfied. Or it would have been had I not listened to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Because now I know there are more. And yeah. you'll never have them. Look, check it out. It even comes with its own card. It says zero. Yeah, exactly. See, that's the thing, because they said collect all six, but they don't want kids to feel left out. So instead of saying collect all seven, they said collect all six, and he's the zeroth nugget. Hey, and look, there's an official T-shirt, too. Yes. It's got all the nugget buddies on. Oh, Read the cool. T-shirt. What does it say? It says there. there's a little McNugget in everyone. Exactly. Yeah, and count how many nuggets are on the shirt. It's one, two, three, four, five, six. Exactly. See, they're even keeping the kayfabe on the t-shirt, and these t-shirts were only handed out to McDonald's employees. And now we have one. Thank you, listener. Speaking of getting things in the mail, look, I don't want to dox this guy. Okay. Do you think we have a lot of listeners in Rude Port, South Africa? <laughs> Is that a real place? Rude Port? <laughs> Is that somebody fucking with you? No, it's a real place. Rude Port. Uh... We got this in the mail, this tube, and this tube might look familiar to you, Rancho, because it's one of the tubes that we sent out on August 20th, 2022. That's right. We sent someone from South Africa bought a poster and pin and sticker set, and then we mailed it to them in August of 2022. Nice. Recycling. And it finally, and I guess it got all the way to, like, look at all the stamps that are on this thing. Yeah, oh my God. It got all the way to South Africa, and then I guess no one claimed it, and it got sent all the way back here nearly two years later. It took two years for this to be returned to us in the mail. Wow, way to go, World Postal Service. You guys really worked together and did it this time. So if you are in (laughs) Rudeport, and you are men, you have been wondering where your poster has been for the past 18 months. It just got back to us. Please email the loudest pocket at gmail.com. Yeah, if you're wondering where your poster is, it's got more fucking passport stamps than I do now. There are, there's got to only be one listener to the loudest podcast in Rudeport, right? I imagine. Okay. How about this? If you're in Rudeport, South Africa, just start screaming, hey, anyone else listen to the loudest podcast? And see if someone raises their hand. You know what? Dare I say it? If you are in Rudeport, you just send us an email. And if multiple people come to forward to claim it, I will eat my words. You know what? I, I, I'll back you up. Free posters for citizens of Rudeport. Free posters from citizens of South Africa. Look, if people try to rip us off, we know that in two years, they'll come right back. Boomerang style. Two years. Now it's vintage. We'll never be out the posters or the pins. And if you are a Zoomer who has experienced weed-induced psychosis, I want you to try a stereosis uh, thing where you breathe out really hard and then hit a vape pen. Do that every day for seven days and then call in and leave a voicemail. Rancho, you understand the method behind the madness, right? You need to be vaping for dear life. 
That's how you get it like real deep in there. You want to feel that vape smoke tickling the alveoles. Yeah, you want to replace oxygen with weed. I get it. Yeah. Ever since I heard that you failed to make that gravity bong and then just kept getting the shake down into the water, I've wanted to construct a gravity bong so badly not to hit it and break my sobriety, but just from the masculine urge to craft. I don't believe you. You don't believe me? I think you're lying. Of course I want to hit that gravity bong harder than anything I've ever hit my life, but I can't. I think you just want an excuse to smoke the weed. Of course I want to. Oh my God. You know how hard it is to watch you unsuccessfully hit that vape pen? It's well, stop making me fucking laugh. I'll never smoke the vape. If you make me laugh every time I go to hit my vape pen, I will never smoke the vape pen again. Well, actually, that might be good because it's really triggering to have you hitting and failing to hit that vape pen. I know. You could be. Isn't it like it's like a it's like a plumber watching plumbing TV? Like, don't you want to get in there and just smoke the vape? <laughs> like the vape pen being like, come on, smoke me. Like you know, I I deserve to be smoked. Of course, I fucking do. All right. Well, listen, we're gonna. All right, next time on the Loudest Podcast, we will be ranking the Sheldons. That was something that I wanted to get to this time, but we could not get to this time. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Loudest Podcast. We got a new episode of Dark Side Jills, and we got a new episode of The Lime of the Coconuts, and they should both be out either by the time you hear this or maybe the day after you hear this. They're both being actively edited right now. I keep texting Mimi, Yuri, and Rancho and telling them to set a date to record another episode. What is it called? The Dag and Rampa Hour? Yeah, I think I got to take that 55-hour trip on the Amtrak first. Before you record another episode of the Dag and Rampa Hour? Yeah, I feel like like that, that'll produce... Uh, that'll produce enough life experiences to make another one of those. Okay, look, look, I think people just like hearing you and Mimi talking. I don't necessarily think they're tuning in for the topics. Do you think that Mimi Yori has ever experienced weed-induced psychosis? I think the only way you could get Mimi Yori to smoke weed would be if there was a disposable Hello Kitty vaporizer and you inhaled it through her butthole. That sounds like the number one way to get lung cancer in the world. <laughs> I want a Karopi disposable vape. I like that little guy. I want a Gude Tama. Maybe that's why he's so sad all the time. He's cripplingly depressed because he's addicted to weed. Exactly. All of his dopamine hits are artificial. Well, listener, we hope you've gotten a genuine dopamine hit off of this episode of the Loudest Podcast. You go to patreon.com slash hysterios and you subscribe and you keep this train on the tracks and you keep this motor running and we will talk to you next time. Bye.